Welcome to the Fried Harman Leadership Podcast from the Center for Excellence in Spiritual Leadership, the podcast dedicated to developing and encouraging spiritual leaders for the kingdom. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 1 of our new podcast, our leadership podcast here at Fried Harman. And in t- this first episode, we're learning how to do this, and I have Dr. Mark Blackwelter here with me. This is uh, Josh Ketchum. And we both work here at Fried Harmon, and Mark is the dean of the Bio-Biblical um, Studies Department here. And, and so we're coming today to talk about the Center for Excellence in Spiritual Leadership, which is hosting and, and putting on this podcast, and hopefully will be something that will be ongoing. And so, Mark, welcome. Thank you very much, Josh. I appreciate the opportunity to have this conversation with you. And so we, we just want to begin by trying to explain uh, what is the Center for Excellence in Spiritual Leadership? Okay. Well, we have a number of uh, programs here on Fried Hardeman's campus that are designed to stimulate uh, things that are related to our mission. And obviously, uh, spiritual leadership is an important value for us at Fried Hardeman. So a number of years ago, a conception was made of trying to deliberately put in place a, uh, a program that did two things. First of all, it gave people an opportunity to contribute to something that's consistent with our values here at Fried Hardeman and then also to provide resources to our students, to our faculty, and then perhaps beyond that to the church that will help in the area of spiritual leadership. So that was conceived a number of years ago. And the idea of a center of excellence, and there are centers for excellence in all of our colleges on the university campus, the idea of a center of excellence is sort of to raise the bar on our expectations for what kinds of things we might do in the area that the center of excellence uh, targets. And so really this is an extension of Fried Harmon. Indeed, it's a, it's part of what we what we do here, but mm-hmm. it really sort of exemplifies the ideals to which we aspire, or at least a select ideal to mm-hmm. which we aspire as a part of our mission. And in that mission is to to help local congregations, to help uh, spiritual leadership excel both on this campus, but also in the church at Broad uh, throughout the throughout the world. And so. Do you have an idea of kind of when this center actually formalized and when there w- it was endowed? Sure. Uh, the idea for the Center of Excellence began to materialize about 2013. Uh, now, at the beginning, the goals and activities of the center were not fully formalized. The idea then was we're going to try to draw attention to the value and importance of spiritual leadership. We might have additional chapel programs, for example, specifically targeted to that or other kinds of activities. Over time, uh, and by the way, as we did that then, we began to invite people through our development and advancement staff to participate in this. And at a certain point, sufficient uh, donations had come in to endow this mm-hmm. about 2018 or so. Uh, we became endowed fully enough so that we could begin to conduct activities that cost money. Mm-hmm. Uh, among those activities were, at least at the beginning, particularly the church leadership workshop that we've conducted since that time. It took a little bit of money to make that happen. So there's a kind of a connection between people's believing in what we're trying to do in the Center for Spiritual Excellence, uh, Center for Excellence in Spiritual Leadership, uh, therefore donating some funds that can be used for activities in that. And that allowed us to expand significantly the kinds of things we did beyond just informal things that we did here on our campus to something that could serve the church a bit more. Yes, and so the um, one of the formal expressions of this has come really in the church leadership workshop, uh, which traditionally took place uh, the weekend after lectureship. And what, what was the first year that it started? Two thousand eighteen. I think that's right. 
And uh, Dr. Kirk Brothers really led that and did a great job of, of kind of getting that off the ground. And so many of our listeners may have attended that through the years. And it was um, very successful at serving congregations and particularly uh, church elderships and, and deacons uh, coming and being involved in that uh, on the weekend after lectureship. And so that took place several years and then kind of hit a, uh, maybe like a lot of things, a, a hiccup with COVID and when things, and so we made some ch- changes to that um, this past year uh, with moving it to September of uh, the year. And we also changed the venue. We went to Mid-South Youth Camp. And so we've transitioned that some, but it's still basically the same type of mission that it's had since 2018. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we thought at the beginning the that people were already here on campus for the lectureship, that might be a good opportunity for us to piggyback something specific on that. The benefits of that were, first of all, that people were already here, so it didn't involve a special trip or anything like that, and the apparatus for delivering content was already in place. Venues here on our campus worked well for that. However, over time, we began to wonder if perhaps the fatigue of lectureship week caused people to feel like this was just too much. Mm-hmm. And so we thought, well, let's see if this thing has the capacity to stand on its own. Would people actually travel to Henderson, Tennessee in sufficient numbers just for this workshop? And that's the reason why last year we uh, launched the workshop at Mid-South Youth Camp as a discrete uh, activity and so on. And, and of course, it did quite well. The numbers held up as good or better as they had at the end of the lectureship. And we anticipate seeing that increase and grow over the years to come. Yes, so in 2022, we actually did two church leadership workshops. We did the one in February at the close of lectureship, and then we did the one in September, uh, the last weekend of September, which was at Mid-South Youth Camp. And and both of those uh, had some great lessons, and both of those had attendance, and and we we really felt positive with the switch uh, to um, the September fall date. And that also kind of sets up a balance with the church leadership workshop in the fall, of the year, kind of the start of the fall semester. And then we have lectureship in the winter, kind of the start of the spring semester. And so that we, and they both can kind of advertise and encourage one another. And it also allows, as you mentioned, a rest in, in the middle because lectureship week is itself um, exhausting and also uh, is a, quite a commitment for people to come and stay longer than four days, especially. Uh, yeah, I might point out one other thing, Josh, at the risk of gratuitous uh, self-appreciation, in your case, uh, appointing someone specifically to accept responsibility for the Center for Excellence in Spiritual Leadership, which you have accepted in the last year or so, uh, has, I think, made a difference and will continue to make a difference in terms of this thing getting the attention that it deserves. And so, uh, you know, what's everybody's business is nobody's business, we frequently say. And so we went through a three or four-year period of time where we were continuing the, the uh, activities, like, for example, of the a leadership workshop, but nobody was really driving its identity and its purpose and its mission going forward. So I'm excited about seeing that happen now as a result of your accepting responsibility mm-hmm. for the Center for Excellence in Spiritual Leadership. Yes, I'm excited about being the director of it and I appreciate the invitation. And what's it really fits nicely with some of my past and being involved in local work, uh, serving as a preacher for, a preacher for 18 years, and also uh, my academic interest of being I'm pursuing a doctorate. I've finished a doctorate in church leadership. And so it, it kind of fits well with my past and also my present uh, interest in studies and, and academic studies and teaching. And so then it, 
my goal then is to help and serve uh, local congregations because coming here to Freed Harmon, there is such a wealth of talent on this campus, especially within the Bible department in this area, but also outside of the Bible department in this um, on Freed Harmon. And so we want to try to take that and serve local congregations. And as President Shannon is often talking about, uh, the church at large and Freed Harmon uh, both uh, need to serve one another, and we believe we are serving the local churches, uh, both in students coming here, but also we're able to serve them through special programs like this. And so that, that kind of is a nice segue into talking about uh, kind of some of the desires we have for the future of the center. Uh, of course, one of those is what we're doing now. Uh, this is something new, uh, the podcast. And so hopefully it will be a way, a resource to once again extend beyond the campus at Henderson and allow others to listen. And we can have discussions on, on leadership topics uh, with professors here, but also those outside our campus on this topic. What are some other things that we're hoping to do uh, in the future with the center? Well, as the center has grown, not only in terms of the scope and in terms of the, uh, the focus that we have on leadership and helping the church, uh, this this those two things kind of come together. In other words, what we want to do and what we can afford to do when mm -hmm. those two things come together give us greater opportunities. One of the things that we want to do uh, related to what you've just talked about in terms of serving the church is to kind of take this thing off campus. You know, in other words, we it's one thing for us to invite people to come to us and experience some of the kinds of activities that we're putting on and to get their input and then to send them home with some things that they can then uh, implement in their local congregations. But what we want to do is to take our show on the road, as it were, to some degree. We have faculty members and others that we might help to coordinate who could go out to local congregations and try to work with them on a more personal level, uh, perhaps serving as consultants, uh, bringing some topics and putting them in a repository of information so that people can on demand uh, you know, look at those kinds of things. This podcast would be an example of that, but perhaps even some, uh, some uh, courses, I'll use that term in a very informal sort of way. We might take a particular topic, for example, we might consider the topic of uh, the relationship between an elder and a preacher. Mm -hmm. uh, we can send out content on that and then people can view that uh, on a on-demand basis and that gives them some tools, especially for people who are rather distant from Breed Hardeman in Henderson, Tennessee. How do they get access to some of the kinds of things that to be honest, for us, our day-to-day. -day. Mm -hmm. uh, we're very fortunate to have access to that kind of expertise and knowledge. And so being able, being able to put that in a place where people can use it on demand and then being more personally involved in the lives of local churches, uh, serving as, uh, as advisors, uh, you know, people of influence, things of that nature. So that's among the sorts of things that we envision going forward. And, of course, many of the things we may be doing 10 years from now we've not even thought of yet mm -hmm. as this begins to grow and develop. Yes, there's all kinds of possibilities. The, the lim we have some limitations with the, we still have jobs here, so this is not our full-time focus. Uh, and also there's financial limitations uh, at times, but certainly the possibilities are endless um, in terms of, we hope our vision would be that if a church is going through conflict, if there's conflict between the eldership and the preacher, or conflict amongst the eldership, that they would reach out as a resource. Um, that if a church is looking for assessment in terms of thinking about why are we not growing or we need to 
find some assessment in terms of what is our congregation thinking about a new building project or something like that, that they could reach out and we can do some assessment. I'm working with the congregation now on assessing where they are through a survey and, and interviews and things. Um, that concept. Also, church growth seminars. We've had a couple professors working together go to a smaller church that's looking to um, kind of rebrand themselves and, and establish and grow in a, in a large uh, community and large city. And they went up there and helped them. And so that kind of concept of, of a couple of one or two of our professors going and doing a church growth seminar, um, our church leadership seminar, not only here on this campus, but as you were mentioning, off campus and doing it in an area and, and maybe one congregation hosting it. And, and we come in and, and do that and, and provide the content for churches in that area. Um, also, we, we, this is kind of once again farther down the road, but we, we would like to be involved in a challenging thing that churches deal with often, that is preachers and hiring ministers and youth ministers. Would you speak to that concept? Now, people frequently reach out to us when they are either looking for a place to, to work, for example, in ministers' cases, or congregations who are transitioning, perhaps their minister has moved on and they're looking for someone else, and they, they reach out to us because they recognize, first of all, that we're training young men for ministry, and some of them would like to give some of those young men an opportunity, but also they know that we just have a network of relationships with people in ministry, so they may contact us and say, hey, do you know of anybody that's looking? And we've tried to meet that need on an informal basis for quite some time. Uh, my predecessor, Dr. Billy Smith, uh, you know, did an awful lot of that kind of thing. I've done quite a bit of that. Others have as well. Uh, but we'd like to formalize that a bit more. And so what we've talked about more recently is the idea of allowing the Center for Excellence and Spiritual Leadership here on our campus to sort of serve as the communication piece of that so that if somebody's looking uh, we maintain a debate, a database of people who we know who are looking for uh, preachers or youth ministers or whatever and have informal contacts with people who are looking for those kinds of positions and try to facilitate more readily the connection between those churches and, and ministers. And so, uh, Josh, you've agreed to uh, accept some responsibility for helping to facilitate that, and we can work together with Randall Harris, who is our Director of Church Relations here on campus, in order to maintain that database and be aware of people who are looking and who are needing certain things and try to help meet that need. Again, what we want to do, among other things here at Freed Hardeman, is to, um, to facilitate and to serve as a resource for what churches are called by God to do. You know, we, we understand that we're not the church and we understand that we don't tell the church uh, how they need to do their business, but what we can do is be ready to provide some things that maybe local churches don't have or instead of relationships or networks that they may not have locally that we can kind of expand just a little bit. So I'm looking forward to formalizing that over the next year or so. Mm -hmm. Yes. And you, you alluded to this, but just to kind of talk more about it, we've been working on, and we don't have all the infrastructure on, online yet, but we'd like to have it where uh, we can have professors that do a short course, for lack of a better term, six weeks or seven weeks or 13 weeks, kind of putting that where congregations could use those. And it would be free content that would be video content online on special subjects that, and it could be maybe a special subject for just geared for elderships or a minister, or it could be a more general congregational level topic on a given book of the Bible. But that, it wouldn't be a course for a grade or it wouldn't have any of that kind of uh, emphasis, but what it would be it would be free content 
that a church could use, and that would be available. Those classes would be put up and made available online. And so that's that's one of our hopes. Um, it's still out there. And we've in doing all this with the podcast, with the hope for the online resources, articles, and um, class content, and then thinking about this issue with ministers and churches, we've developed a, or we're working on developing a new website. And so we previously not really had a website. We had one for the church leadership workshop, but it was just really to register people. And so this website will be connected, obviously, with Fried Harmon's website, but it will be um, have its own address. And its address is going to be supportingspiritualleadership.com. And so supportingspiritualleadership.com. And so it's going to be the new website. And so that's working on being built. And, and so there's a lot of things that we're talking about that obviously are being in the planning stages, but will be hopefully, Lord willing, in the future. And so, um, Mark, anything else when you think about um, the hopes for the spiritual or church leadership workshop this year? And kind of impression from last year, thinking about, we'll give people, since that's still kind of the main thing, let's talk for a minute about what that was this past year and what we hope it to be this next year. Okay, good. Yeah, this was a transitional year for us, as you mentioned earlier. We had a we had good participation and people left there feeling very encouraged, which is a big part of what we're trying to do with that, with that program. Obviously, in the years to come, each year there's sort of a theme for the uh, the leadership workshop, and we'll we'll try to come up with something that's practical and helpful to local congregations. We uh, this year, since we've changed the venue, among the things that means is that people are coming out and actually spending the night. At least many of them in the in the camp with us. Uh, by the way, if you're picturing primitive lodging there where you don't have uh, climate control and, and and clean restrooms. That's not what we're talking about here. We have a very nice facility out there at Mid-South Youth Camp, particularly since the addition of a new gathering hall, meeting hall, on that campus uh, last year or so. So it's, it's a great venue for us to do this. But it gets people together, and not only the, the lessons that are presented, and we invite people, not just Fried Hardeman faculty, but a lot of other people come to participate in delivering that content, people who have day-to-day leadership experience and are working with local churches and so we want to deliver that kind of content but also those sort of informal discussions that take place between people it's very interesting to sit around a, a table with three or four people just an informal basis and they say this is what's going on at our church what are things like where you are and so i think there's a sort of a synergy that begins to develop as people who are in comparable circumstances begin to have those kinds of conversations together so we're excited about that excited about envisioning the growth of that. Uh, again, we have such a tremendous opportunity and desire to make a difference, you know, with a program like that and to, uh, to help people come together and to experience some of the kinds of things that, that uh, brothers and sisters, to the degree that uh, ladies are involved in that as well, they're, that they're dealing with in the circumstances they find themselves in day by day. So that program we see growing and developing and uh, and each year targeting a particular concern that churches have and allows us to contribute to contribute to the well-being of the Lord's church across the country and around the world. Yeah, we had about um, total, we re- had about 80 attend last year and we had early bird sessions starting on Friday and then we had uh, supper and then we had evening uh, lesson. And one thing that's amazing about this um, church leadership workshop is that the center currently provides, we provided all the food uh, for the Friday evening, Saturday morning breakfast, 
and then we also had Saturday lunch and Saturday evening. So the, the center provided the food, provided the speakers, and people just came. And we had um, some that couldn't come on Saturday that came Friday and vice versa, but we had good attendance. And we had uh, the, the, the overwhelming emphasis that we heard people talking about when we surveyed them afterwards was how practical it was, how much they enjoyed the facility, and how much they enjoyed just the fellowship with other church leaders to talk about these topics. Uh, last year, we did it along the theme of restore and talking about restoring vision, restoring connection, restoring engagement, and restoring hope. And we, we have a committee who works on putting that together, and they're in the process of working on that and developing that for this year. I do want to mention, though, because we'll be mentioning this regularly on the podcast, that the dates for that are September 29th and 30th, and we'll be at Mid-South Youth Camp, and we'll start registering for that uh, this summer. And it's open to uh, anyone in the Lord's Church who wants to come and learn and study and develop their leadership skills. Mark, as we begin to wrap all this up, appreciate your time and, and being here with us and all the content you've been able to give us to consider. Um, kind of to close us out, why does FHU, a school that's dedicated to getting students to pay tuition and, and teach them the Bible in that sense, and, and we have a, a mission here on this campus. So why do we want to do this? Why do we want to encourage and develop church leaders um, and how is that a part of our mission at Freed Hartman? Okay, good question, Josh. I mean, obviously, every day we get up and go to work, we have a primary mission. These students come here, their families and churches send them here to receive training at this pivotal time in their life, and we take that uh, very seriously as a sacred trust. It's also true, however, that all of us are ourselves church leaders in one sense or another. When most, almost, almost all of us came to the academic world from out of the world of ministry, so this is something we think about all the time. As a matter of fact, when we're interviewing people for jobs at Freed Hardeman University in the College of Biblical Studies as faculty, one of the things we're looking for is ministry experience. We're looking for people who care about this. While we recognize that Freed Hardeman is not the church and does not have a, a uh, formal association with the church, uh, in other words, the church doesn't start colleges and doesn't appoint faculty and the faculty there don't set policy for churches, you know, that we don't have that mm -hmm. kind of relationship. Uh, we do care about the church and feel that we are well positioned to be able to make a contribution that will last. Ultimately, if you think about this rather selfishly, uh, Freed Hardeman exists best when the church prospers. Amen. Uh, we have to, I mean, obviously, where are these students who are coming to us? Where are they coming from? Well, they're coming from churches. Mm -hmm. uh, where will they go when they leave here? Well, they're going to go to churches. Uh, how will, how, what can we do to help them contribute to the well-being of the church? And how can we contribute to the church so that it stimulates the well-being of our students and, uh, and helps us all to live in a, in a congregational setting where our needs are met? Um, I'm, I'm a member of a church, mm -hmm. right? So I want, I want the church to prosper. I want the church to prosper for the benefit of my wife and family. I want the church to prosper for the benefit of my children. I want the church to prosper for the benefit of those who will come 50, 60, 70 years after me. And we hope that we can make a contribution to that uh, in, a, in a unique way as a, as a part of what we are able to do here. Yes, wholeheartedly agree with you there. And, and when you think about the, the, the purpose of this center and its focus on leadership. We really believe that as the leadership goes, so goes the church. 
And then if we're going to impact the congregation, and if we're going to impact the local church and help it to be evangelistic, help it to uh, be edifying and to be strengthened, that one of the best ways we can do that is serve the leadership and help them grow. And, you know, John Maxwell talks about the law of the lid, that an institution organization cannot outgrow its leaders. And so if we can grow leaders and focus in on them, provide that resource and provide those uh, encouragement, then we can help the local church grow. And we also feel from our unique perspective that we understand that elders, elders and deacons and ministers often feel alone. They often do not get the encouragement. They don't get the uh, edifications because they're giving it. And they're, they're sharing that with others, and they often don't have anyone putting that back into their life. Mm -hmm. And so we want to kind of come alongside them and say, hey, we understand. We want to encourage you. And we want to hold up your arms, if you will, because you're involved in a good work. And, and so the, one of the purposes of this is to say, hey, we're here. And if we can help encourage you, if we can support you, uh, we want to do that because we believe in what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. We stand alongside them. I mean, mm -hmm. on our, even on our faculty here, we have elders deacons and preachers mm -hmm. uh, who, who would stand shoulder to shoulder with those who are in the challenging work of, of ministry. One help to feed them and to take care of them and to commiserate with them at times and, and to, uh, to share ideas that have been developed over time. Not only things that we might perceive ourselves to be experts in, but simply, hey, here's what we've tried and this seemed to work, you know, those mm -hmm. sorts of things. So it's a very collegial kind of situation. and. Uh, Hopefully, it's doing something that will help the church. Yes. And so those are our, our hopes and, and dreams and plans and, and some of the things that are going on now and some of the things we hope to be going on in the future. Um, we appreciate uh, Dr. Blackwater being with us here today, and we're thankful for all the insights he's given. And hopefully, this has given you, the listener, a better understanding of the center. And we look forward to you participating in this podcast with us. Uh, being involved in uh, listening to future episodes as we think about leadership. Each episode will not be about uh, the center in terms of talking about it. This first episode was just on that, but the future episodes will be up on the topic of leadership and hopefully things that will do what Mark and I have talked about accomplishing uh, here today. Any closing thoughts, Mark? Appreciate the work you're doing, Josh. I look forward to seeing how this develops in the days, weeks, months to come. Well, and we have our, our contact information is... Um, we're developing our website and things, but if I if someone wants to reach out to me or has questions about this, my email address is jketchum, jketchum at fhu.edu. Well, until next time, so long. We have a closing that we'll go to now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the FHU Leadership Podcast. For more great content and to see the services the Center for Excellence in Spiritual Leadership offers, your local congregation, please visit www.supportingspiritualleaders.com. Until next time, remember, God uses ordinary people to lead his people to extraordinary feats.